Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. Welcome to this week's Business Breakthrough Podcast. I'm super excited to welcome Ryan Kugler to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited that you're here. So Ryan's got a really long, really cool bio that involves directing a movie starting at the age of 13 with some major stars, taking him all the way to running three companies simultaneously with the same team right now in three completely different industries, not connected to each other at all. Wholesale liquidation, events, primarily charity runs and walks, and uh, a marketing company that creates high-end marketing materials, specifically video boxes, which I am personally obsessed with. And if you don't know what a video box is, um, look it up. Uh, so <laughs> there's a couple things I want to talk to Ryan about today. And if you remember from last week's show, we are working with a new format. So instead of the super long form where we spend a bazillion hours hearing everyone's story and then talking through things, I'm trying to get you more value in a shorter amount of time, and I look forward to your feedback on that. And so, Ryan, my first question to you is, with all these three successful companies, uh, you're a busy guy. You're not here to advertise. Why are you coming on podcasts? Because I want to help people. I want other people to have three businesses. <laughs> um, I want to, you know, just say, here, here's what I've done that's been successful, and here's you know, here are the actions that I did so that other people who want to succeed, who want to do well, will follow that because there is a new generation in place today. And some of the attributes or what people have did 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago are kind of losing some love or going pushed to the wayside. And I just want to say, hey, listen, I'm doing three businesses. I'm following these attributes and it's working. So I think that's so interesting, right? Because many things that people did 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago don't work at all anymore, right? You can't do that. Beepers. Beepers don't work. <laughs> Beepers don't work. Um, print ads are not excellent. Um, like there's a lot of things that people used to do that don't work. And so you're trying to say, but there are some core principles that do. And you and I had a, a momentary chat before we hopped on live. And, uh, you know, to be politically incorrect, we're talking about the new generation being a little lazy, you know, growing up in an affluent world. And we're talking specifically in America, but in general, in any affluent society. Um, they take it easy, you know, and I've seen this with my own children also sometimes where, you know, and okay, it could be because I grew up in a severely abusive environment, but like I had drive, I had motivation, I would like push and I would get things done. And then sometimes to my kids, I'm like, okay, you want to do this? And I'm like, nah, oh, whatever. And I was like, but, but results, they're like, eh, whatever. And then they just go on their phone. Yeah, they don't. My kids don't even have phones. So that's a different okay, good. story. But if they did, they would. If they did, they definitely would. Um, they read, we read a lot in our house, but yeah, they'd rather read or, 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 or do things or do hobbies. And um, which is the, the blessing and the, I don't want to say curse. Cause I just don't like the word so much of, of, I think growing up in a more secure environment, maybe. I can see that. Yes. Uh, I think that you're right. 
the, you know, the way I was raised is you just, you got to pull up your bootstraps and do everything on your own. So that's number one. And yeah. two, if you wanted something like whatever, anything, you went to a store and you wanted something, you even needed to use your own allowance. So you'd have to work. So which means you'd have to do chores to make money for the allowance. Exactly. So you got you to do something to get it. And yes, that's exactly. just not, I, I tried that. It, it's not going so well. Uh, okay. I, my kids have chores. And anytime we go somewhere, they say, I want this. I say, what chore, what two chores are you doing when we get home to get this? So I did a little different. My, one of my children wanted something. I said, okay, let's say literally what I do all day is help people build businesses. I can do it for kids as well. What do you want to do to earn that? Well, what could I do for you that you would pay me to get that? I'm like, not enough right? You want like a $500 thing in the next week. Like, let's, let's see what kind of roadmap we can make. And, um, there are chores, there are things that they can do to get it, but, um, like, and I don't know if I really want it that bad. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. Well, that, that was how I was raised is I wanted things and my family didn't get, just give it to me. So I learned how to work and I felt that I wanted more. And I'm like, okay, well, if I just work a little harder or a little more, I will get a little more money and I can buy this thing or have this car or house or motorcycle or whatever and that's how i was brought up mm -hmm. and those are the principles i apply every day to my life now okay um but hard work is i wouldn't say passe but those who study the law of attraction would vehemently disagree with you <laughs> there is a new world that disagrees with you. <laughs> i agree so what, what are these core principles that work for you that you feel need to be brought back to life in the new generation that's a good question to ask um so i feel that you know here, here's what's worked for me. And, you know, so I run three businesses. I started with one. I, I, I had one business right out of high school, meaning I was in a family business and worked for the family. What kind of business company. is that one? That was, it was called DVA, which is similar to this, where we were a wholesale distributor, which is the company okay. I'm now kind of morphed into it. But Got basically- it. So Just for I, the uninitiated, a wholesaling broker. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, but basically I learned by having one business or one company you, you know, there are issues that can come up where you need more money or more of this or more of that. And I'm like, well, why don't I just have another business? I don't know. It just, it was just a math problem that I solved and said, well, if I have another business, I make more income. If I have a third business, I make even more. Well, what do I have to do this? I got to work harder. I got to wake up earlier. I got to make three extra calls a day. I got to send four extra emails. I got to go on social media and post this about my business, applying new principles of today's world. Yeah. yeah, print ads, like you said. So yeah. it was just the harder and longer I worked, the more I did, the more I would receive what I want. And it really, I really never, I mean, I have a lazy attitude, but it's really like from Saturday at 2 p.m. until Sunday at 8 p.m. That's my lazy time. <laughs> That's when I will just be like, you know what? I just want to sit in the house, turn on the TV and watch Back to the Future for the 800th time. So, <laughs> But there's only so far that that level, like when do you ever get to get off the hamster wheel? Saturday at 2 p.m. to Sunday, 8 p.m. Yes. I mean, when I go home, sure, I'll do some stuff and whatever, but I'll sit down at eight o'clock and turn on the TV, although there's nothing good on these days anymore, but <laughs> I will turn on and, you know, I'll just go back to the back to the future and watch it for the 51st time. So, I mean, there's like 700 streaming services. You could watch literally anything. I remember when we had to wait for our favorite song to come on the radio until the CD came out or the tape. Yep. No, <laughs> like, I, or, or, yeah, you'd have to wait a whole week to watch a TV show, which they do some now with streaming, but it, it is, uh, you know, my downtime, my lazy time is literally I'll turn, I'll take the remote and I'll go through all the channels and I'll find some movie or whatever to watch. And there you go. Then I, after an hour and a half, I'm like, okay, good. I'm done. I, I fell asleep for five minutes. I'm ready to go back to work now. Okay. And what, what is the nature of this? It sounds like it's like not busy work, but it's like, go do, go do, go do. And that sounds exhausting. 
it isn't, I don't know, it's not for me and maybe it is for others, but it's like, I wanna work hard. I wanna, you know, I own an event business and in the event business, most of the work is on the weekend because we put on a charity run walk and it's done in the morning, like at seven in the morning on a Saturday or Sunday morning. So yes, I wake up at four and I go set up the event. We have a crew of people, I don't do it myself. And then we, you know, the event happens and then we tear it down and then I go home and I just sit on the couch then. So it is exhausting, but it's a fun exhausting and it's rewarding. When, you when you're doing something you wanna do and you get compliments back, hey, this was a good job, this was a good event, hey, this was a good deal, hey, this was a great piece of artwork or video box, it's rewarding and makes you feel good and you go home happy. I'm just, so that's why I do this. I so feel like the principle we're talking about is kind of the rewards of hard work, right? Yes. Maybe that's the thing that's gone by the wayside. You know, yes. everyone wants rewards for no work. You're right, pay me more and I'll work harder. You ever heard that line? Um, I I've heard pay me more and I'll work at all. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. There you go. You took it. To step zero. <laughs> so, but yeah, see, my belief is the opposite. I will work harder and I hope fingers crossed you pay me more. Right. So that is the old school. And I would agree with that. There's a really good book that I read recently. Um, no excuses, Brian Tracy. Okay. Oh yeah. I know Brian Tracy. Great. Yeah. He's great. Okay. So it talks a lot about this of the idea of people come in and they're like, okay, they just want to be rewarded. So th this I fully agree with. And this I think is missing even from the law of attraction communities, which I love hanging out in. Mm -hmm. And it's missing that piece of action. Like you got to step in and do something. You've right. got to come in, you've got to make things happen. So what are the actions that, that you do that you would encourage people to take? Because doing the work what once it's been handed to you is one. Out, by the way, so oh. hopefully you can hear me. Um, what I would do to make things happen is I would basically write out a list of what I want to do and then I'd go pursue it. You make a list and you go pursue it, but how... Do you know how to pursue it? Like, what does that mean? How do you decide what goes on the list? How do you go and pursue it? What are, what are some of the more breakdown steps? Good question. So basically, so if I have a, so first, first thing is to decide you want to do something. You want to start a business. You want to close a sale. You want to get this account to whatever. You want someone to buy your record or whatever your passion or profession. It's is. the specificity. I want yes. to say the first thing is specificity. And that falls under every self-help law of attraction, like, like specificity. Yes. What do you want to do? I agree, but it's also making the decision. See, that's the key. A lot of people just go, hey, yeah, I want someone. you have to actually like somehow make the decision like a goal. A lot of books that you, you know, Brian Tracy and other people have said, mm -hmm. you know, write down your goals, write it down, you know, and read it yeah. and say it before you go to bed and say it when you wake up. Yeah. So you do need to write the goal. Like, hey, I want to release a record. Okay, or whatever, whatever your listeners are looking to do. I want to make a product and sell it on Amazon. Right. So you, you, make, to, you make a commitment. You set yes. the goal. We don't set it as a dream or as a hopeful intention. You set it as a, I'm going to do this. Yes. I don't know how yet, but I'm going to do this. Right. Some people have actually said you write the goals past tense, meaning I already did this. Yeah. It's interesting. I've applied that philosophy and it, it actually does work. It, I really like it also. I've, yeah. I've done that as well. It's like, I already have this. I've done yeah. this. Yep. Um, because what you do is you change your mental wiring mm -hmm. and then you can look at it almost with the wisdom of hindsight, but with foresight, That's it's right. like foresight, hindsight wisdom. It's very cool stuff. I completely agree. So then after that, then you make the list. What do you have to do to get to it? So if I want to buy a, a Ferrari, well, okay. So I need $250,000. So what do I have to sell to make $250,000? Well, I have to close this many deals or one account and sell this many pieces. Okay, good. So now, and then you just keep dialing it down. Well, what do I have to do to sell that many pieces? Well, I have to call my 10 accounts. Well, if they're not an account, then I have to say, hey, I want to go sell to Albertsons or Kroger or, you know, whatever the account, Nordstrom's or Bloomingdale's. And I have to find the buyer and then I have to email them and I have to call them. You see all those things, call, email, follow up. Those are all steps to achieve it. If one is lazy, 
they're going to do step zero and be done. And that's why I've seen more and more in today's times, which is why I'm on doing this podcast. And thank you. And you're asking great questions. People need to just keep dialing down what they have to do to achieve what they need to achieve. You can't so, just think it and it's going to happen. Some I'm pulling two lucky. things out of this. I'm pulling two things out. One, I feel like I'm going to go for the first one first because it's easy. And the next one, I'm going to pick on you. Um, the first thing is, um, I got this from what you're saying and also from Brian Tracy's book, No Excuses, which I really like, um, which is basically make a brainstorming list. You know, yes. and, and I took this from um, a different place um, by a guy named Kevin Trudeau, fabulous. Oh. Um, and I call it, um, my nickname for it is I call it napkin holder brainstorming, right? I'm thinking of those like old school napkin holders from pizza stores when I was a kid that are like spring loaded and you pull out a napkin and then another one like bounces forward. Yeah. <laughs> um, and let's say like you pull out a napkin and it's like a little bit dirty and then you put it back in and then you pull out a napkin and you're like, oh, it's still dirty. And you put it back in. It's like, no idiot. You're pulling out the same one. You know? So when you do brainstorming, write all the ideas down, whether they make sense or not. Yeah. Um, and so take your, take your goal, right? Take your decision. I want to do this or even better write it in past tense or current tense. I'm doing this. I've done this. I've accomplished this. And now 20 ideas, 20 ideas of how you might be able to do it. And I will tell you, I've done this for a number of things. It's super cool. Um, after, like most people come up with three, five, seven, you start to hit 10, 12, you start to really like, you're really stretching. But if you sit there and you get to 20, you're going to find resources you never occurred to you. And then pick the first one and go do it. And then pick the next one. And as you start doing, doors start opening, new ideas start coming. You have to step into, you have to step forward. So that's one piece. The other piece- you're writing yourself a to-do list of everything to do to achieve that, which, and, and you then have to confront it the next day or the next week and actually do the thing. No, at that moment, at that, right after, sure, at that moment, right, you have well, to do the first one up, right then. That's I do mine list. the night before I go to bed. So it's out of my mind so I can sleep. And then I wake up uh, in the morning and I print it off. So I, I don't, I do it in the morning. And then like say what's, I love that. So I do it in the morning and I say, what's my next action step now? Like, how am I starting my day now? What's the next Good. thing I need to do towards this goal? So either way. Um, but here's the point where I pick on you. I feel like you keep talking a lot about calls and emails and follow-up. And what I feel like you're saying is people are lazy about communications. Yes, they are. The world today is all about having a phone at your fingertips and just going like this or, you know, scrolling down with your right. phone. And I have found that you have to actually take this when I come to work, this goes to the side and it's gone. Everything okay. I do is right here. What I'm looking at on my computer and a landline phone next to me, because, you know, one on my to-do list is to, you know, Hey, let's, let's see if we can sell Nordstrom's a new block. Well, I'm going to call the buyer at Nordstrom's. I'm going to leave a message and I'm going to send an email because one action doesn't help anymore. You need to do two, three or four. Okay. So, and, and how is that not stalking? Because in business, we don't stalk. We just follow up. <laughs> I agree. I, I wouldn't call it stalking. That's just a new term today. And yeah. yes, I've had people say you're stalking, but usually if you're dealing with a buyer, you're not stalking them, especially if you're calling and emailing, because what you're doing is you're saying in a very nice term, hey, I sent you an email, just following up with a call to make sure you got my email, then go to spam. That's not totally. Spam. And this is this is part of what I teach in a follow-up sequence. I call it call, email, call, which is alternating direct and indirect communications. Yes. Um, I usually teach it to do it within a few days of each other, not at the same time, but that's just a different <laughs> level of intensity. I completely agree. Good one. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?